Sorry. Hi guys, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, what is going on? Come on, guys. Sorry, I just completely cracked up there. It's really funny. That's right, brilliant. we'll start again. No, Sorry. no, leaving that in now. You lost your chance now, Shane. That's it. Um, very messed I, up. I'm not a guy that's even a part of this podcast. I'm just a random podcast. Okay. Um, my name is Tom Bruno, and I'm joined by the actual Shrewsbury Podcast. Um, Hey, Chuckles, you want to quiet down over there? I know that the show is all light. Put you to shame. Tom's put you to shame. I'm I mean, sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Shoes Your Biscuit podcast. I am your host for today, Shane, the wonderful Hinton. And with me is the beautiful Dee Dee. Do you want to say hello? Hi. Uh, you doing all right, Shane? Yeah, I'm not bad. Not bad. Um, you get you getting we, it all together now. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm, getting it, I'm getting it together now. I've, I've switched it on. I'm back in, back in the zone now. Uh, it just completely threw me off having an American on the on the on the show, right? Like, oh, oh, careful, careful. Uh, I know, <laughs> I know. So, do you want to, do you want to introduce our amazing guest, then, Dee Dee? Oh yeah. So uh, we've got with us today. We've got Tom. Say hi, Tom. Um, do you want to introduce hi. yourself a little bit? Tell us about yourself. I will. I will. Um, my name is Tom Bruno. Uh, you can find me when I do amazing podcasts on the USUK network. That's USUK, all capitals, where you can find our three, three amazing shows. That would be What's the Difference, starring me and a guy you might know named Alex Whiteley. Um, we have uh, The Weekly Bazaar with Shane Hebsey, Lucy Orchard, and Alex Whiteley, common denominator. And we have <laughs> Superhero Bar Fight with Jamie and Tom. Um, we I, I love podcasting dearly, and the reason that I'm here is it's kind of like a, a celebration, like a show of support for the man that brought me into podcasting. So I might not be a Shrewsbury native, but I feel with all the time that I've spent with Alex that I am a Shrewsbury by heart. Uh, resident. You with us in spirit, dude, yeah? Yeah. So like, so like Tom said, we're today we're going to be talking a lot to our lovely Alex Whiteley. I think a lot of you hear him all over our podcasts and other ones he does as well. But we never, we never really interview you, do we, Alex? No, Go you on, don't. Say something. I'm sitting here cringing. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this is. Bite your lip. This is this is so weird. Just sitting there listening to myself being introduced on my own show. Uh, but I really do appreciate this. Thank you. So do you want, do you want, to, do you want to tell everybody about yourself then, Al? Or? <laughs> Hi, my name's Alex Whiteley. Uh, I, I, I come from Shropshire. Um, I have a, a great family. I like walks on the beach. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, he started. He started. <laughs> I like walking and uh, reading. I like to read uh, erotica. And um, I'm, I'm not a big fan of EastEnders. Thank you. Ooh. I, 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 said, I, said er, I said erotica. Erotica is a nice way of putting that. We're not swearing, obviously. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So Obviously. if I if I say something like uh, Tom, no, I, I don't know what I can say, so I'm not even going to try to. Let's just Tom say that like, I have oh. things. Like and Shane, by the way, how could you say that you're not used to having America around? American. We did like a show together for like a year. We all we did was talk to each other every weekend. So how can you yeah, say that's so? true? I'm really sorry, Tom. I'm really sorry. I did it for dramatic effect. Okay, okay, my bad. I'm now I'm pulling away from your dramatic effect. Sound effects. I'm good for it, man. Trust me. Just listen to the other shows and you'd be like, why is Tom? Oh, yeah, he says all the silly stuff. That's why he's there. Well, that's fine, because yeah. we're used to Alex suddenly like doing random voice impressions all the time. We're just saying, like, no, oh, you're I'm not. cringy, but no one says It'd anything. Be silly. Let's get on with it. What are you on about? Yeah. So, it's like, it's like when, when Al, Al tries to do Mark Wahlberg. 
god. It's a transformer. It's a transformer. Um so I am new to the show. Would you guys like to tell me like about this? What is, what is going on with this? Why 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 Shrewsbury Biscuit? What what are you guys all about? Go on, Shane, your host man. <laughs> so, Tom, Shoes Biscuit Podcast is a is a great way of keeping in touch with the what's going on in the town. We live in this beautiful town of of uh, of England that's uh, that's just a wealth of talent and and um and just beauty in every in every corner of it really. Um, mm, there's London. people that look <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not London. Um and not nothing against London, but um yeah, it's not London. It's not London. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just it's it's what we what we try to do here is basically we try to get in touch with businesses, um, local you know local artists, um, creators, that kind of stuff, and basically just just give them a voice and give give them a, a platform and and uh, you know um, a, 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 yeah a voice in the town. Uh, we spoke yeah. to a lot of a lot of people from um, you know from people that are starting up charities to the mayor. We've spoken to um, local celebrities, um, the likes of you. You might well know him, Tom uh, Charlie Adlard, who is a who is a resident of Shrewsbury. Um, oh, gotcha. I, I've heard him in passing. Something, something in really passing. Amazing, <laughs> really amazing creator does a band uh, in my in my yeah, kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something. Does um, the only thing here and there, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, he did, he did some comic weird. about uh, he did some comic about vampires or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah, something, yeah, something yeah. weird like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He does now. He does now. Recently, he's doing <laughs> Vampire State oh, really? Building. Yeah, yeah, amazing Ooh. book. Vampire State Building. It's just been. Uh, it's originally French. It's just been translated into English, and you can now get it on Amazon. So make sure you check Vampire State Building. Check it out. It's good. All right. So before before Alex goes totally off subject. So basically, yeah, we're like a we're um, I say we're a small town. We're based in the Midlands, um, and our town thrives on independent businesses dramatically. Yes. So we work a lot with independent businesses to help them. Um, it's been like them helping them. It's helping us do what we want to do by helping them grow their businesses, get the word out. And um, especially over the years, we see a lot of shops all closed and everything like that. And we feel like we're doing our part by helping them. And we enjoy doing it. So it's, it doesn't, doesn't feel like we're, we, is it? So, well, Alex understands. So you guys are the beacons which shine the light <laughs> on some lesser known places that would be in your lovely hometown. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's how I yeah. always wanted to see the biscuit as a beacon, as, as a, as a, as a place that would get inside the head of someone that's that's put the time in to make a business, that's like yeah. somebody that's that's and, yeah. And speaking of uh, um, you know, get inside the head of uh, someone who who makes things, um, Alex, you you're the uh, mastermind behind not only uh, the Shooting Biscuit but also you suck. You're the you know, you're the master master behind you know a, a lot of these podcasts. I wouldn't be doing this without Al. Um, so Al, where did it all? Uh, you know, by the way, this episode is going to be primarily based around Al. It's going to be a bit of a catch-up session, um, but mostly we're interviewing Al uh, because I and just like terrified. watching squirm. I am <laughs> terrified. Funny. This is weird. Um, so basically, yeah, the it's this is going to be hilarious. Um, it's so, gonna be uh, brilliant. The best, no, but the worst thing is like, they can't see Alex's reactions. Sorry. We can see him, but they can't see him. So we're just—he's yeah. just at the moment, just sitting there in the dark room, hiding he the looks tears and the panic. So awkward right now. It is, <laughs> it is brilliant. I am loving that. Tom, are you just loving the way Alex looks right now? 
Um, I think he has a very striking silhouette. I think it's very classy. It's much of like uh, Charles Dickens or something. Like that. You imagine how he make up he's got some class. Would you would, would you see Dickens walking around in a a Weekly Bazaar T-shirt? Yeah. I mean, if he was a smart gentleman, he would be rocking, but he's dead, so he's not really rocking. <laughs> um, so, Alex, where did the idea come from to do a show about your hometown? Uh, I mean, we have to go back to like when 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 I began the podcast. When I were a lad, <laughs> yeah, when I was a boy, <laughs> I was during the war. I was <laughs> I was working on my own. I was I started uh, loan work, and I'm, I was I went from Asda to uh, you know a place where I was working. Uh, hundreds of people would I'd see them every day, you know, to working on my own in the night, literally in a quiet room when it was quiet. Um, and it was hard for me. It was really, really difficult. Genuinely, I couldn't stand it. Till somebody, uh, Chris Murray, how's it going? I don't know if you're going to listen to this, but Chris Murray, uh, he was like, yo, did you know that Kevin Smith does podcasts? And I was like, what? Get out of here. No way. And he was like, I was like, I love Dogma. I love uh, Jay and Silent Bob. And he was like, yeah, you should check him out. So he, he hooked me up with uh, Education was the first show I listened to. Um, then I went on to Hollywood Babylon and um, uh, Fat Man on Batman, all those shows. And they literally just filled the air with a voice, just like to have something on in the background. And even if I was busy doing jobs or I was running around doing stuff, like I would just be taking in all this information, even if I wasn't uh, listening. I'd listen to that. I'd listen to the Nerdist when the Nerdist was good. Uh, I'd listen to Mark Maron and Joe Rogan. All these, all these voices just in my head. It was brilliant. And what it did for me, mentally, was so powerful that I wanted to do something uh, to to re- return the favor. I wanted to create something for other people, you know, bring people together, very much so. And so I started Thorskin. Thorskin was a cheeky little podcast we did uh, with my friend James. And uh, we just talk about all the geeky stuff, news about movies, video games, uh, news stories, crazy stuff, right? Um, James was really selfish and had a baby. Um, <laughs> so then that's, that's when I brought Bruno on over here. Um, I sent him a microphone from, from uh, Telford at the time all the way over to Vermont. Uh, this this little orange ball microphone has had the most amazing journey because it started off here, went over to Vermont, and it's now actually in Florida <laughs> with the great and powerful Eric Fluger. Anyway, so I did that. It was great. And I moved to Shrewsbury. And when I got to Shrewsbury, I was just genuinely, like, as an outsider, I always wanted to move to Shrewsbury, but as an outsider, like, walking around and taking the views, I was in awe of what I was seeing. I was so proud to be living there. Genuinely, I've lived in towns where I didn't give two tons of beep about them, you know? Yeah. I lived, I mean, I grew up in Wrexham. I didn't really care for the town. I lived in <coughs> Telford. Didn't really care for that place. Shrewsbury, overwhelming love. And I needed to talk about it. I wanted to talk about it, and it was actually... When I went on For the Love of Shrewsbury, uh, which is run by the amazing Lorraine Fletcher, who's been on the show. She's brilliant. For the Love of Shrewsbury, um, if you're listening internationally, is a Facebook page. Definitely go and check it out, where people share their pictures. Their pictures of Shrewsbury, uh, it was started off as a photography page, but people just pouring lots of love into this Facebook page. And it inspired me. I was like, if people love this town so much, they will, re- they will react well to a podcast. Uh, then at first I was I was kind of like I'm underqualified. I don't know anything about the town, but then I thought that's the advantage is I don't know the town very well. Is that uh, you're looking at it from an outsider's point exactly, of view? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and I would play the dumb guy. I would play the dumb guy. Let them let people talk <laughs> about their their amazing talents. He, he says play the dumb guy, but you know. Um... <laughs> but it's a bit like you you come into this wanting to learn more about the town, like as you would want to anyway. But then also other people 
who might be living in the town for years be funny it's like uh for instance like uh we've had the darwin festival and we've covered a lot of the darwin festival and i've been living here as well all my life and i had no idea about the darwin festival yeah. until we all start getting involved with it and especially like this year um We've been getting involved with a lot, lot more events. Yes, we have. Yeah. And I think if you were thinking this time last year when it was leading up to the flower show, and I remember watching you and Shane sitting on a little train, I didn't think you would be, it's like what we've got going on later this year, getting more involved with events, we've got some big things coming up. You probably wouldn't think that the biscuit would be going in the direction it's going in, especially because of the situation we've just been in, but it's got some massive highs coming up. Yeah, it's 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 crazy that you can look at a negative situation and try and bring out a, a positive, I guess. Uh, and that's, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, with the, <laughs> the biscuit was was something completely different. Me and Tom have been shouting and swearing on microphones for so long and, and being completely unfiltered that I was like, I'm going to really, really struggle, really struggle with this because not swearing on a podcast. Like, it's not just about... Um, you know, censoring the show in that regard. I don't want to have someone like the great and powerful Maggie Love, Stan Sedman, Lorraine Fletcher, and drop an F bomb in front of him because that'd be really disrespectful, mm. right? So I did, I wrote to BBC Shropshire. I was like, <clears throat> guys, I've got this thing I'm doing. Um, I'm, 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 I'm really interested in learning how to produce and, and direct a show with with a formula with with structure and they they let me sit in for a couple of days and watch them produce shows and it was amazing it was brilliant and you taught me how to uh, you know write um you know, plans for shows and how to talk to people and really just just listen you know um and i'm obsessed with the the, the active mind i want to know what makes charlie adward lad lad want to draw zombies uh, what makes an author like Kevin Horak, who we had on the show, Crazy Cat Lady, um, mm. what makes him want to draw, write these amazing books? What what makes someone like uh, Mike from Stop want to open up um, a, a coffee shop, uh, you know, and, and create the, how did he go from making a coffee shop to his chains that are just so well known? All these things are really interesting to me. Um, but that's how it started. And, you know, I, I, I literally went around, printed off some business cards, and I spent uh, like three days, six hours a day, walking up and down a cop with these business cards. And I'd go into shops <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I'm doing the shoes. And trying to not look like a businessman as well. Like I'm trying to try and sell a vacuum cleaner or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I've got a, I've got a podcast. Uh, I, I want to talk about Shoesby. I want to talk about you. Uh, that, that sign above your door. I want people to walk past it and be like, ah. Oh, that's Mike from Stop, or you know, whatever you, and be like, I heard yeah. him on the podcast. He's a good guy. Let's go and have a look, you know. And it worked. The responses I got were varied. Some people were like, uh, yeah, whatever. Some people were like, ah, oh, brilliant. And from that that weekend, I managed to like line up six shows for six weeks, and that was the beginning. That was when I did it, and we, we scheduled shows, and that's where it started. I think it's really quite smart to be totally fair because I mean, we all walk by the shops in our town. You know, you will go for a walk with family, you pass the shop, you're like, oh, I wonder what that place is all about. You see people <clears throat> laughing, having a good time. And I think that when you give them more of a connection, like you guys do when you do the show, like these people get to know kind of intimately who these owners, who these people are that are that have these lives. So when they go in, they feel like they already know them kind of. So so it takes away some of that tension that might come from just going to some random business. Instead, it's like, oh, that's, you know, give me a name, Mike. That's Mike. That owns the coffee shop. You know, I, I heard you on the show. You're a really funny guy. Oh, I really enjoy that. Can I get a cup of coffee? And it's all, you know, easy going from there. I think also really helps that we're such a friendly town as well. Like I would struggle go like if I said I was popping into town, 
I'd struggle to pop into town and not see someone I know. And I know that like if I go somewhere, if I go to like Birmingham, which is one of our closest cities, if I go there and say, um, if I held the door open for someone, it, it, you'd be like, are they going to say thank you or not? I know this sounds like a really small thing, but in Shrewsbury, you'd so, very rarely not get someone to say thank you. It's such a friendly <clears throat> town. Yeah, I think a lot yeah, of people move is. here and notice it. Like, I don't notice it because like me and Shane are here all the time. Shane's not going to say thank you, but he's an odd one. But <laughs> but we don't notice it. And it's not till we go away from our town that we're like, oh, hold on. It's actually an amazing place where we live. It's got such a good community. And with all the, like, at the start of this year, we've been flooding <coughs> and like that and people pulling together. I think it is... There, there is a very a strong sense thing. of community in, um, in, in Shrewsbury. It's very, very, very prominent. Um, mm. And like you said, it's, it's when things like the floods happening or or any other uh, big thing that happens in Shrewsbury, um, you should find that a lot of people pull together to help. Um, and that, that's not just on a on a on a wide basis where, where something happens to the whole town. It's um, it can even be right down to like somebody's parent has, has unfortunately got very ill, or um, or like you know somebody's house has caught fire so like you know there's a everyone's passing the hat around to 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 mm-hmm. fundraise to, yeah. to help them out and um and like you know this isn't just a few people in the local community the neighbors and that they just chuck a few quid in a pot you know you're talking thousands of pounds of yeah. for, for these people and that comes from the people of shrewsbury and sometimes even, yeah it is further afield as well but mostly a lot of these things uh, a, a bread from the people of Shrewsbury, and that's that's why I I personally love the town so much. You, uh, you, I've lived in my with, entire life. We saw that with Zach, little Zach. Remember that? You know the, the young boy that oh, needed yeah. treatment. And he that, was in Telford, wasn't he? Yeah, it was in, that was in Telford. It did start in Telford, but it went worldwide, and that's a Shropshire thing, isn't it? You know that. Yeah, um, it is, yeah. And uh, we were we were speaking to to Jess from Vanitas Tattoos, and she she um, she gave up her trade all, all her appointments at her tattoo store. Uh, to do, uh, for people to donate so she could do tattoo little love hearts, little red hearts for Zach. And she said the queue was around the corner. The queue was yeah. around the corner from a tattoo store, you know, and uh, we wouldn't have known that if we, we hadn't have taken the time out to speak to Jess. She did hundreds, though, didn't she? She hundreds did hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of these little tattoos and donated all that money to Zach. And, you know, that's the shoes we put. And she's from, she's from Italy. <laughs> you know, yeah. rub, rubs off in it. It's something in the water. Mm. So... Your first day in town, like you moved there. Um, why did you move uh, to Shrewsbury to begin with? Um, it was more to do with the schools, really. And it sounds that if you're from Shrewsbury, you'd probably be like, what? But <laughs> I've lived in a, in a couple of different places. Uh, and I, I, I heard really good things about the schools here. Like it's a nice place as well. It's a place for, it's a place to be proud of. And it's not to say that, I mean, I didn't feel that. I, I mean, when I, when I think about Telford, I think of Ironbridge. Uh, I think of the Reekin and these these little hotspots. But as a town, I don't know. I just didn't feel it. There's nothing against Telford. It really is not because there are people out there that are really proud of the place. But Shrewsbury for me is just a, a place that, I mean, Tom, when you come over here, you're going to be gobsmacked because it's it's just beautiful Like to walk around and look around. And I wanted Timmy to live somewhere where he was proud because I never had it, you know. So you That's go nice. to this town for, you know, the, the schooling system. You feel that it's going to be better to place to raise a family. What was the first thing that you saw in Shrewsbury that won your heart that you're like, this is me. This is, this is, you know, the place that I got to be. That's easy. Uh, um, and that's great fires bridge. It sounds daft, but I was I was walking through Colum, um, and as you come out of Colum, there's a little there's a little iron footbridge that goes over the Severn, and it takes you to in front of Stop Cafe up into into 
into Shrewsbury. And I remember walking over that bridge for the first time and just being like, this is outside my house. This is like right in front of me. Like, this is amazing. Mm. And that 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 feeling, I, I think I stood and I took a million pictures of Timmy looking through the, because it's like little diamond um, diamond iron bits that you look, you can look through and stuff. And yeah. I've got pictures of Timmy looking through. And that moment now, I just, my, my heart was, my heart was set. You know, I'm never leaving this town. What's, what's your what's your proudest thing that you've done with the podcast to help the town? What's your proudest moment? Uh, to help the town. Um, the the first time I heard someone had gone to an event um, because they heard it on the biscuit, and that was the um, the Christmas that was com- Christmas fair. Was the Christmas? Fair? Oh yes, at the prison, wasn't it? Yeah, Christmas fair at the prison, and um, it was Lauren. I think it was got in touch with us. I think she got in touch with you, didn't she? And uh, said yeah. that some lady turned. We mentioned the Christmas fair. We was like, okay, we'll give you a shout out. And this this lady turned up at the prison. Was like, I, I didn't know this was going on. I heard it on the shoes with biscuit. I was like, bam! There you go. The show works. It works. Yeah. And that for me was was so so special. And also as well, the, the first episode we did, I, I was doing this really light hearted positive show because I know there are bad things that happen in Shrewsbury. I know there's bad things that happen in every town, but I ain't going to talk about that. People don't want to hear about that. Let's talk about the positive things, mm. right? Um, um, but like the first show we did was with Simon Bell talking about the Holocaust, genocide. That's right. Yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> how is this going to go down? I had no idea, but it's still today the most listened to episode ever on The Biscuit. You you say you talk about the uh, how it felt when you when someone said that they went to an event b- based on your guys' show. Now tell me about the feeling when you first came upon someone that recognized you and they asked to be on your show. On these, oh, that's a good one. Hmm, I try to remember. I try to remember who asked me to come on the show. You don't have to say names, of course. You can just tell us about the feeling of your sh- of the show getting some recognition. Of course, that also means Shrewsbury. <laughs> the recognition is easy. I mean, like we were, me and Shane had this amazing weekend or this day. I mean, the weekend as a, as a whole was kind of mixed because we covered the flower show, and the first day I went was torrential rain, and I wore the, the, the my favorite shorts, those brown ones that I wear. A tropical <laughs> shirt, <laughs> and I carried all my equipment in my bag. And um, it, the torrential rain was bad. But the second day, Shane met me at mine at early in, early in the morning. We went to the shop uh, to grab a couple of cans of monsters and walk into the show. But on the way to the shop, uh, somebody cycled past me and Shane was uh, he cycled past us and he literally shouted, "Yo!" I love your show. It's brilliant. And pointed at us. And Shane was like gleaming from this big smile. He was like, whoa. And that didn't stop all weekend. Yeah. That, that woman grabbed me, didn't she? She grabbed me by the arm and she just spun me around. And I was just like, what are you doing? And she just goes, um, oh, I know you are. You're the, you're one of the biscuit guys. She was just like, I listened to your show. It's awesome. <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool. Thank you. And we were doing a live at the time, if you remember. Yeah. And we were just like, we were like, oh, we just got recognised. Oh my god! Like, it's How amazing. So, it? so I mean, yeah, I mean, just uh, on a side note, if anybody does see us out and about, absolutely shout at us. Just you know, just wave or anything. You know, it's we love it. Absolutely love it. How deflating it would have been if all of a sudden she's like, "You're Alex, right?" And you're like, "No, no, <laughs> no. I'm the I'm the other one." She just like, "Oh," and she walks oh. away. Alex. <laughs> I have been called Shane on Facebook Messenger when someone's got in touch and been like, 
hey, can you give us a shout out? And I've gone, uh, I've gone yeah, yeah. And they've gone, thanks, Shane. And I've been like, okay, okay. I'll give him that one. I'll give him that one. Um, and as well, uh, early on, um, I got, I got uh, Phil Gillum, the mayor. He wasn't the mayor at the time. He's the mayor now. Um, Phil Gillum has worked at the the Shrewsbury Chronicle and the Shropshire Star for for decades. He's 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 one of the main press uh, advocates in town, and he's got his own magazine. He put us in a magazine, the Bellevue um, the Bellevue magazine, which was so nice to have a picture in. A, even if it's a local rag, it was just really nice. And he invited me for coffee, so we went for coffee. And we were having this really frank conversation about the the Simon Bell episode, and I was kind of like, "Oh my god, he's going to tell me that was his really harsh tone to start on." And he's like, "There was a moment when you were talking to Simon Bell, and he was talking about something really upsetting." And Alex, you paused, you took a breath, and then you carried on. And he said to me, "He said that's the most real thing I've heard on a podcast in a long time because you could you could tell you could feel the emotion in me." But I, mm. I carried on with the, the conversation. And that was really nice that somebody actually, like, didn't just throw it on while they were doing the hoovering. Somebody actually, like, really listened. You know, they were listening to yeah. the ambiance. And that was just... And, and from this moment uh, on, from that moment on, should I say, Phil Gillum, even as the mayor, has been one of our biggest supporters of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever I see him out and about with his chains, or he's at an event, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, I'll make the same joke. I'll go up to him and be like, Word for the biscuit, word for the biscuit. And he'd be like, oh, hi, Alex. And he great, great conversation every time. It was amazing. Even playing Monopoly. Even playing Monopoly was just so fun. It was brilliant. Yeah. Um, now, you've been doing it for a couple of years now. When you look back, what's some of the things that not make you most proud, but what, what are some of the things that you're like, man, I'm really glad that I got to that in time, or I'm really glad that we got to – you know, promote this because otherwise they never would have gotten the voice. Uh, there are a couple of things. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> one of the, you know, going back to what you're saying about proudest thing, I'll just remind myself really is the Monopoly thing. We're on a Monopoly board, guys. I, the Shrewsbury Biscuit is now officially part of the Hasbro <laughs> universe. Bruno here gives me, me gives me crap about it all the time. He's always like, oh. Why? It's a good thing. Don't, oh, a, don't start a, talking about Monopoly. Don't start. <laughs> it's a terrific thing. It's a terrific thing. And first of all, it's jealousy. <laughs> I'm not on a Monopoly board. All. Nobody <laughs> ever once thought to put any of my ideas on a Monopoly board. But two, I have have to i have to knock yeah. alex down just yeah. a smidgen because he's such a good dude he's so thoughtful like even even in his busiest times alex always takes time out of his week to double check with me and make sure how i'm doing even if it's just be like hey man are you all right so i have to take the out of him just a tiny bit okay <laughs> is that, is that, yeah okay okay cool, cool. I, see that's the problem is like when you guys say certain things part of our show on the you suck network what's the difference is because through alex and mine's partnership there's been lots of sayings, you know, back and forth that we didn't completely understand. And there's some things get lost in translation. So some of the words that you guys use, I, of course, I have to really think about what I'm saying because I'm like, well, is that a swear to them? Or is that just something like when you say, when you call the newspaper a rag, I would hear that and be like, oh, that's an insult to a paper. But then, no, that's just an old timey phrase for, you know, a newspaper. I got to remember these parlances that I'm you know, mm. not really quite familiar with. I can actually genuinely remember a conversation on on Thorskin um, where Tom actually revealed and Garrett actually, who is another one of the co-hosts uh, at the time, uh, they both revealed that a lot of the time, especially when me and Alex get excited, they have no idea what we're saying. 
which I found <laughs> mind blowing and also hilariously funny. <laughs> yeah, but the, which is very interesting because now, like, I have all sorts of British idioms that make it into my everyday speech. Like, I, I we've had this conversation on the other podcast before. Alex has influenced me tremendous amounts, and we're always making fun of our kids because. Um, Timmy watches YouTube and Tom Tom and Deacon and Illy, they all watch YouTube. And, the, you know, it's, there's a switch like you can get the rights to American um, uh, broadcasting over in England and vice versa. So we'll get like Peppa Pig in the and they'll talk just the way they're supposed to. But some of the British uh, words, you know, or, or uh, idioms, I'm use that word again, um, get tra- don't really uh, they get used like trolley instead of what we would call a shopping cart or yeah. the bo- or things like that. So Timmy will speak American to his dad and my kids will speak British to me. And it's just so funny because I just support it because I'm like, well, I talk to Alex all the time and I always talk British. So, I mean, what's the difference? I've been in a store before and Timmy's like, can we get some candy? And I'm like, no! <laughs> you can have a candy! You some sweets! you're Roman too, you speak British! <laughs> so, so, Alex, like, you know, one, you obviously uh, began this podcast and you started off with like the six episodes and uh, and that's what made it grow um you know obviously at some point you obviously then decided to bring people in i.e me because I, I know that i was one of the first people you then come to saying dude i need some help like, <laughs> 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 i'm not even joking that's literally how it went pretty yeah much. Did, pretty um, much. like so like, obviously apart from me because i'm just amazing and that's why you want me on the podcast obviously um how does how does that process go in your mind so like you know when you decide that right i need some help um who am i going to go for and how how does that how does that sort of play out in your mind you know <laughs> so how how do i choose to be on the biscuit and who not basically I want yeah, to see what you've got to say yeah. about this one. I'm very interested in this. What is the rigorous <laughs> trials and tribulations that go through your head, Alex, when picking someone to invite onto this, you know, show that you created with your mind? There is a right and a wrong answer to this one, Al. <laughs> yeah, be very careful. <laughs> well, no, a, be honest, man. Be honest. It's of be course, honest. of course, you need to um, uh, retrieve the tail feathers of a peregrine falcon. Um, <laughs> a rare peregrine falcon that lives only on the top of Ben Nevis. That's the only way you can get on the shoes of biscuit. I'm joking. No. Um, the reason why I came to you, Shane, is because I cared about the show a lot, and it was becoming a lot of volume. There was a, there was a lot. I just wanted, I wanted to um, get away from staring at my clock in my kitchen and monologuing. But I mean, that was that that didn't come for a while. Actually, I brought you in because I needed a co-host to speak to. I needed someone to speak to yeah. you, yeah, because uh, it was hard work. And I, I'd worked with you at the prison. You were doing bits for me on Thorskin. So we, I knew you. I knew I knew that you'd be a good, a, a good gamble. Um, it wasn't even a gamble. I was just like, it'd be great. Um, Julie, <laughs> I brought on because um, th- that was when I was kind of like, we need we need a talk show. We need to like, turn it into like a, a three-way kind of conversation rather than, mm. um, I mean, it's great just me speaking to the guests. And sometimes I'd still do that. And they're great. But to add a bit of volume to to the the content, um, it, it was really good to to add a bit add that. It was really good. So Julie was great because we worked together at the prison as well, um, and she was she was of, of a different uh, demographic. You know, she was a bit older, she's a bit more experienced, and she uh, she always pokes fun at me for saying that. Um, but that's that's uh, she's from a different generation, and I love that. I <laughs> love that she has a different outlook to life, and um, and Dee Dee. Um, we had to be really cautious you know i wanted to make sure we got the right person so i asked to speak to Didi, and i, I eggshells eggshells <laughs> <laughs> um and um 
uh, so Didi came to see us in the in the in the studio. Uh, we had a chat, and I was like, "Okay, we're gonna hit record, and we'll just do a little bit and see how you get on." And she was straight off the bat, bam, she was perfect. And I was like, "Wow, first time, that's lucky, you know." To, to be fair, I can remember when you when you first um, mentioned. I remember about this as well. Yeah, I got um, so much rubbish off Shane. Yeah. <laughs> what? What did I do? I was like, seriously, it was like the first thing you said. It was like, oh, Al, what have you done? You brought a Tory in or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, Who is this interloper you brought to our show, Alex? Exactly. A female exactly on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely can remember. I remember Al saying, to, messaging me. I can't remember if it was over a video call or, or if it's messenger. I don't know. We had a conversation in some in some uh, um, capacity. I can remember him coming to me and saying, um, I know we've got Julie on board. He said, well, how do you feel about um, somebody else? And I was like, who, who you got in mind? And he, and he said, oh, this girl, this girl Dee Dee. He said, she's been actually been messaging before because she's really, really keen to get on board with the show. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, okay. Like, um, I was like, who is she? <laughs> and, um, and, you know, it, it, it was really, he sounded really positive about it. And I was like, well, yeah, man, it's your, it's your show. Like, you do, you do what you want. You're the boss. Like, you know. And, uh, and that's what he did. He made that decision. And to be fair, I mean, like, you know, as much as I like taking the mickey out of your D, you know, you know it's, uh, I think, I think the, the four of us have got a really good, we've got a lot of pros and cons. You know, it's five of us now, yeah, right? I think, I think we've got, I think the group of us together, we've got a good, because we, because some of us are so different, we've got a really good yes. variety of people. So when we do have guests in, um, it's quite easy for us to find one of us who can relate to them. Yes, yeah, we've got a very between us. We've got a very va- what, like, yeah, one, one of us can sort of relate. Yeah, to, to yeah, some, to, in some capacity. And, you know, D fitting in uh, was he's a completely different person as well. You know, and I like that because you've got a different outlook to life as uh, as us. You know, and well, we just, I think <clears throat> I think mainly because the the type of town we live in, it's like Shane's been here. Shane's like me. He's been here all his life. Uh, you and Jules have come from the outside, coming into it, and from the outside's point of view, now now living here and wanting to learn more about the town. Um, but then, even though me and Shane have been here, me and Shane have lived quite opposite ends of the spectrum growing up here. <laughs> yeah. It's like Shane is someone who's very normal, very down to earth, and, like and I'm from a background that some people would probably look at and then walk away. It's like I went to boarding school, so I went to one of the local boarding schools and one of those stereotypical, like was it the show girl privileged lifestyles but even yeah. though i'm i wouldn't call myself that yeah um, i've got to the estate <laughs> <laughs> exactly but it's, it's getting it's getting the town from loads of different perspectives yes yeah and i think that's important i think it is important to see things from because you know it, it, it is down i can't help i was born better shane it's not my fault <laughs> Joking. um and then and then we, we brought on we brought on max uh max was I, 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 we, we did shared biscuits right we did share biscuits with jay mckenzie um mm-hmm. and we did that interview and he had such a natural um just during that interview he was so natural to to talk and just to be really relaxed and slowly meander his way through conversations i mean i really listen to people when i talk to them and um max has got a very interesting um way of talking he's uh, i think you hit nail on the head actually you, he, he's got a bit of a rhythm to him and he's and he's quite sort of he's very mellow in the way he talks and I think that he's, he's an ideal counter for me but that way because I'm quite the opposite <laughs> so like yeah he, he's very mellow and he's sort of he has a natural rhythm to him um, and he is just a genuinely nice lad as well so I think that comes through on, I, on his audio I originally I mean a confession time on the Shoes of Biscuit I, I originally brought Max in to help me out with uh, 
Twitter and social media. I, I put a post out. I need help. Max was the first one to get in touch and be like, yeah, I can do this. Um, and uh, I spoke to him when we started talking. And I was like, I need to get this guy in a podcast. He's brilliant. Mm. He's really good. And I did. And he just, bam. Here's Max. He and he's done he's done some really good stuff for the town independently anyway. Yeah. Tom, right? This guy gets up at five o'clock in the morning. He lives he lives near enough in town and we've got this huge park called the Quarry. And he goes out with a litter picker and every morning clears up all the kids' rubbish that they leave all over the floor and stuff. I mean he doesn't have to do it, but he takes great pride in doing that every single day. He fills up bags full of rubbish, honestly. That's very ageist of you. How do you know it's not Shane's rubbish that he's just going to the park and just spreading around <laughs> and like you're blaming is. all the it kids. Probably is. <laughs> yeah, you know, I am t- council housed, you know. Well was council housed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I suppose I suppose I, I, it comes with the stereotype, I guess, doesn't it? And, I guess. Yeah, okay. that's that's the uh, team, and I, I love I love that I put these people together. I love that the we we went to Hickory's at the weekend, um, and um, uh, we get on really well, and we have this chemistry. And I put that together, and I need to take more credit for that because I, I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that, I, but we I put this thing together, and I should be proud. Uh, did you say you got one more uh, question, Tom? I do, I do. Um, I have to go spend time with my family at work today, so I'm very sorry that I'm, I'm just kind of here and gone. Um, first of all, thank you guys very much for the privilege of coming on to your hometown show and talking with you guys. It's it's a lovely place. I've seen pictures. I've seen the atmosphere. I, I've, I've heard the people. I know you guys for the most part, so it must be a real magical place to be if it really inspires so much passion from all of you. Um, my last question for you, Alex, for the day, not forever, for the day is... <laughs> <laughs> this is last one forever, Alex. You're never gonna speak. I'm never gonna speak to you ever again. Bye. Never, never. I quit all shows. I'm leaving you for Donny Gates. That's what I'm doing. I'm I'm going to Florida to collect the Brotherhood of Traveling Mike, and I'm sending it back to you. For the um, one of the things. Uh, side note. Speaking of which, one of the things that I hold dear, like I, if you guys can see behind me in my office, I collect things. I I have artwork from friends. I have movie posters. The thing that has been in front of my computer, any device that i've used to do the show is a note and i got it from alex um with the microphone and it's so simple but i i love it to you know with all my heart i'm gonna read it for you guys it says to tom um welcome to the team here's to the future and that really like um brings up the next great question the last great question for me you've seen where the show started you 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 heard where the show started you heard where the show is where do you see the show in the future you're gonna make him cry. Swore, Look at this. You're gonna make him cry. <laughs> God, that's the passion. Really, really touched me. Um, I'm sorry, I dropped. Um, that was really sweet. I didn't realize you had that in front of you. Thing that's really oh, nice. It, um, it wasn't such a trial to like turn my computer around to prove it to you. I mean, like here. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. Oh, he's getting it. He's getting it. It's right there. Oh, look at that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really touched me, man. That's really touched me. Um, <laughs> where do I see the biscuit going? Um. From what I see, from what I see from the figures, uh, we're about to we're about to break our record again for downloads, and this is a common um, uh, happens all the time. Uh, we are getting more and more emails to uh, attend events to cover things. Um, I see us in a few years becoming, um, you know, a major, a major pay, playing a major role in everything that goes on in Shrewsbury. I wanted us to be a beacon of information, and I wanted us to. Um, to, to, to be one of the, the main providers of, of, of what makes this town great. So that's what I see. Like a bit like an asset. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's a good word, of an asset. I want to I contribute. 
And that's what I see mm. the Biscuit doing and contributing in a huge way. I, I do see us having our own studio soon. I do see us making a, a bit of money for, for, for upkeep of, of said studio. Um, and I, I, I see us working with the town continuously. It's, a, it's an endless hole of, of, of pure talent. And, you know, so, yeah. Thank you for that, Tom. That was really good. No problem. Um, once again, thank you guys very much for having me on the show. I look forward to in the future being able to, you know, come and come back and have you guys brag about your town some more. Make me feel bad about where I live. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is about Shrewsbury, Tom, is you don't get attacked by bears here. So th- there is that. Um... <laughs> yeah, was, what's fighting a bear if you really want to go out and get some mail? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> look, Tom. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. And like, it's yeah, it's it's been a, it's been time, man. It's been time. It, we, we need to we need to sit down more often because uh, I miss you, dude. I miss you. I miss um, you as well, my friend. I I hope that you know you you're an extremely busy dude. You know, very very young, beautiful family, and I completely understand why you had to take a step back and you know pursue this because it's it's very very valuable um, thing to do, and especially good for the soul. Um, but eventually, man, you got to come back on. What's the difference? And you got to come. Uh, you got to come yell and swear a little bit and have some freaky deaky times with us. Yeah, and I'll I'll try and try and keep my laugh down to a, a low rumble. We've um, we've got to run Shane, Shane through the gauntlet. That'd be hilarious. Oh. <laughs> well, bleep me. I always remember a time where Shane was like, uh, "Was it with Thorskin? I can't remember if it was Thorskin or the biscuit." He was like, "I need to, I need to host. I want to host one." So I was like, "Okay, go on then." And he was like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> so, I still get a bit like that now. Like it's really difficult. Like what people don't they seem to understand. It's like it's doing this sometimes is quite hard. Like it is quite hard, especially when you're not used to it off the bat. Yeah. And that day, you screwed me over because you you didn't tell me, Al, that you were going to do that. As and literally, you started the podcast, you're like, off you go. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, um, uh, just to, I couldn't I find like, my words. I was like, welcome to my world. <laughs> Tom, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, you go ahead and spend oi, some time with you. Oi, oi, oi. Thank you. <laughs> Tom, thank you for joining us. Uh, you go and spend some time with your family, and <laughs> and uh, and yeah, thank you for coming on, dude. It's been a pleasure. Um, thank you very much, Biscuitiers. I will see you in the future. Love you, buddy. Bye. See you, Tom. <laughs> Love you, man. And then there were right, three. Now, now, okay, right now, Tom's gone. We're gonna get we're gonna get serious with the questions. You ready? Oh, Would God. you rather have super speed or fly? <laughs> super speed or fly? Um, <clears throat> fly, absolutely fly. I thought everyone's going to want to know that because you're such you're, you're a big um, uh, you're a superhero fan, aren't you? I am. This yeah. is an important question. I'd rather fly. Less yeah, less e- less effort if you go up and round. It's a short <laughs> distance, isn't it? So if you go up and round, you go to whatever country you want. Whereas if you're running, you're running as the as the crow flies. It's a lot more effort. So there you go. If I'm like, yeah, Yo. that that kind of like leads on to one of uh, Julie's questions that she asked me to ask you. <laughs> okay. Um, she was like, when you go to things like comic cons or anything like that, do you ever dress up as characters? And when you like, what characters are you if you do dress up? I was, or if you could dress up as a character. I, I it's always been. Uh, I'm at two minds with that sort of thing. It's always been on my mind. Like, should I do that? Should I do cosplay? But then I thought, no, because I'm here to do a job, you know? I've got a press ticket, so I'm be, let's be a member of the press. But then I walked into a press conference the one day, and there's a guy just sat there dressed like Jason Todd, who's um, the Red Hood. He's uh, 
his bat was my Batman's Robins, and I was like, "Wow, we can do that!" Um, but I'm no. I take this really seriously. I take. I, I want to be respected as a journalist. You know, you're so, not. You're not too much. You're not far. Yeah. Sorry, I'm back. Oh, he's back. I'm back. Sorry, sorry. It was. Uh, I forgot to put my phone on charge, and I was using the um, the hotspot on my phone, so it was like, whoa. <laughs> well, uh, what a rookie mistake. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we were talking about. Uh, I. So yeah, I respect. Uh, no, I want to be respected as a as a as a journalist. So I wouldn't I wouldn't rock up looking like uh, you know the Stay Puft man out of uh, Ghostbusters or anything like that. To answer your question. So who who is? Because obviously we've had like many guests on the show. You've dealt with a lot of good people from the town, a lot of well known people. I know you've been trying to pursue some other particular guests, and some haven't got back to you. Some have got back to you. Who is your dream guest to have on the biscuit? Um, that's easy and I've tried twice and it's, I can't seem to get it and that's Greg Davis I'd love to get him on mm. I think he's such a, a brilliant talent from this town I mean I know he's from Wem but that's his problem right um, no I'm joking <laughs> 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 no, I, I would I would I'd love to get him on because I'd love to find out just talk like general like what school did he go to what pubs did he used to drink in what did he I know he was a teacher but what did he do after school you know things like that I'd look, I think people would really dig it so if any of uh, Greg Davis's friends or family whatever you are listening and want to you know get get him get, get him on you know send him over our way definitely yeah yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's not always about um going for the celebrities because I feel like I feel like if you're if you're um this is going to sound really cliche and really cheesy but if your uh store name is above is something that what people walk past and see every day you're, you're a local celebrity. People know your business. They they see that every yeah, day. Yeah, you are. You are. And there's been a lot of people that I feel that we've spoken to and then they whatever they're doing has dramatically blossomed after us. Like we've always made the joke saying biscuit before BBC and the amount of people <laughs> we've had. Um, like I've known, I've done two podcasts with you now where they've come to us just before they're going about to go to the BBC and they've come to us yeah. first. So it's been like, we've got in there just before them. So whatever you're doing now is working. <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah, I have a, a, a feeler for these things. If I see something, I'm like, this is interesting. This has got, this has got, uh, this has got ground. You know, this this can really pick up, and that's when I get in touch with people. Um, but yeah, the biscuit for BBC is, is a silly joke because, of course, we respect uh, BBC Shropshire, but oh, definitely, they, yeah, they do need to up their game but a little also. bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like Al, I mean, to be fair, the um, the whole sort of like sort of bringing it back down again. Uh, just, I've got, it's my turn to try and make you cry now. Um, you know, you you brought me into the biscuit, um, like to be honest, but into podcasting in general. To be honest, um, you know, because you obviously started me off with Thorskin um, after <coughs> with prison, and then um, and yeah, you, know, you sort of dragged dragged me into the to the biscuit because you because you thought I'd be better at that. <laughs> and, um, you know, in all fairness, though, it. it what it are you trying to say about some... the rest of us? What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, you know, rejects. It, it, it genuinely did. It, it, you you pick, you grabbed me at the. At a, this sounds really bad. That doesn't it? Um, you, you sort of you, you found me at, at a very difficult time. <laughs> a very difficult time in my life, and you literally just sort of like. I think we both kind of clashed together at the prison, and you just instantly sort of like you know took me under your wing. Um, you taught me about podcasting and like, you know, you're patient and you, you, you were there and you just listened and we talked and all these other things. Then you, then you brought me into the biscuit, which then gave me a sense of value and all this sort of things. And, um, 
and even to this day, I know obviously with having the baby and, and, and other things in my life at the moment, I took a step back, which you were really respectful about. And, um, and yeah, not once have you sort of put pressure on me or anything like that. And, you know, it's just the whole podcast thing has sort of given me something to do. You know, it's given me a purpose, given me um, something to sort of focus on, even though I've stepped back a little bit. It's something for me to sort of think about. And I'm always sort of, you know what I'm like, I'm always, my brain's always ticking and I'm always thinking about stuff. And, um, and you know, it, it's, so thank you, man. I suppose that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a point of, of all that. It's just, just thanks. You know, it's, it, it's, uh, I'm loving it. I, mean, I am loving it. And one, once things calm down my end a little bit, I'll be able to get a bit more involved again and, and actually properly invest a lot of my time again. Um, so for anyone who's listening to this, who's not local, um, the prison isn't actually a functioning prison. Cause I think we've mentioned that quite a lot. Of things tonight. It's like, <laughs> yeah. We met at the prison. We, I was like, we did this at the prison. Um, no, it's not a functioning <laughs> prison anymore. It's, it, yeah, we clashed. No, it's, um, it's more of like a, a venue isn't it for for events and things like that now yeah yeah so we we work together as actors and in fact the first initiation the first conversation between me and Shane was him putting makeup on me yeah yeah it was genuinely bonding what a male bonding moment yeah I I walked into the prison with like a little lost sheep and he was just like um hello I've come to make some friends um and literally what it was um and I literally turned around with like no eyeball um, and like my face covered in blood, so I've been you know pathetic brain sticking. It was quite cool. Brain sticking out of my head. Um, um, and actually, do you know what? That's a, a really important note. And uh, by the way, you're welcome. By the way, uh, you know, bringing you on because I feel like the way I see it is okay. I wanted to start Thorskin because of the conversations I used to have with my friends. Okay, uh, me and Matt Harubis, uh, somebody who, who was, who was the God, godfather to Timmy, he's, he's a really close friend of mine. The conversations that we had were like, would be podcast gold. And I was kind of like, we need to do this. So I set everything up, put all the infrastructure in place. I was like, yes, yeah, so are you ready to do this podcast? And he went, uh, no. And I was like, oh, my God. So judging, you know, going on sort of the conversations that you and me had and the, the chemistry between us, I was like, this would be really good if we get a microphone in front of it. And I could see you going through, through a hard time. And so I thought this would be a good distraction for you, and it worked. So yeah, you know, it did work. It, it did, did work. work. Um, but and, yeah, um, um, to carry on about the prison, I do want to thank them an awful lot because uh, I didn't know anybody in Shrewsbury. Didn't know anybody. Literally, this was a case. This was me starting again. You know. Uh, mm. So I turned up at the prison to cover what they were doing as part of the Thor skin, as part of the podcast. And uh, they, they liked what I was doing, asked me if I wanted to stay on as an actor. And um, I started doing things that would just, I would never normally do. Like, they lined us up. The, <laughs> the one day, they lined us up in, in education. And they were like, okay, you need to walk from one side of the room to the other as, a, as an animal. Um, oh, my God, I'll never forget this. this uh, is the, oh, I was... <laughs> you've got to be an animal. And I didn't have an animal. And they were like, uh, Alex, go. Uh, and I was like, I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything. I haven't got anything. And I just started doing a chicken. Like, drop, I'm going for it. Pecking the floor and everything. Honestly, it was one of the most funniest things I've that? seen. Why did you pick a chicken? Because I thought embarrassing one to do. Because I thought it'd be funny. And it was. Everybody died <laughs> laughing. funny? I completely screwed it up because I then uh, my animal went out of my head and I had no idea what I was doing. I just walked across the hall, just crying with laughter. I just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> uh, Al doing this chicken. I mean, he was doing the head and everything. He was he was going started, well into it. It, <laughs> it was really funny because I start. I didn't say anything at first. I just started doing this on my head. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> you have to make the noise because otherwise, someone might, you don't want anyone to mistake for a pigeon. So you got to, you got to make the noises. He started. He started. Um, he started pecking Mike Corbett. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. So like that was that was them bringing me up Michelle, and uh, that that was really really good. And they've done that continuously. They've given me some really like out there roles the irish chef i had to do an irish accent for like four or five hours it was crazy i mean sometimes it would just disappear because it was really hard to do but i would never normally do something like that uh the, the butcher are you are you one of those actors <clears throat> where you keep going with the accent even when you don't need to uh like in between kind of kind of because like when you're when you're a butcher who's got a really bad temper and he's got this real gruff accent, you know, uh, you've got to kind of have that bit of swagger about you before you go in. So you've got to kind of get yourself a bit angry. You've got to become that person. I, I like that. It's fun. When I did the audition for that, there were loads of people. It was like there was only like three voiced roles, I think, that year on, on, the, on the prison park and loads of people auditioned for that role. But when I auditioned for it, I completely lost myself in the part. I'm not no actor. I'm not no, uh, you know, amazing. I'm not Brad Pitt or anything. But like when I was doing it, I completely disappeared from out the room. And they were like, "That's enough." And I, 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 I was, I was angry, and I was like, feeling that 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 malicious and horrible. And I, I, it took me a second. The room kind of wobbled as I came out of it, and everybody just sat there like, like white as a ghost. Like, yeah, that was that was great. Looking at each other like. What was that? <laughs> and they liked it. They loved it. So it was great. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's my point. Is the same. Thank you to the guys at the prison. You brought me out, Michelle, and it really helped. Really has helped. So, so one one of the main things that I wanted to ask you, which I think a lot of people who listen uh, to the podcast will be wondering, why why the Shrewsbury biscuit? Like me being a baker, I can tell you, Shrewsbury biscuit. It's not a nice. It doesn't. It doesn't taste that good. It doesn't taste that good. But what made you think? Why didn't you pick a different name? Why that name? It's okay, banter, um, I've always. I was, <laughs> this is this is actually. It's, like it's banter, isn't it? End there. That's the end of the. That's the end of the answer. Yeah. Can I? Can I just say actually, there is actually a really complex answer to this, and I've always said that. Oh yeah, I was driving to work one day, and the Shrewsbury biscuit came into my head, and that was it. But there was actually a really complex answer to this. And that was, uh, I went to watch um, the comedian Ross Noble. He's a Geordie guy with long hair, very mm-hmm. random, very clever. I love that guy. Went to see him. We were in Oaken Gates. And um, he mentioned, he's like, ah, have you guys been eating like Shrewsbury biscuits? And everybody was kind of like, what? Everybody was looking at each other like, and he's like, oh, this is Telford, isn't it? But didn't you know you had a, like Shrewsbury had a biscuit named after him? And everybody was like looking at each other. And he's like, yeah, look it up, Google it. Like, and I was like, and I did. I went home and Googled it. And mm. because I didn't know what the Shrewsbury biscuit was, and because I was a guy going into Shrewsbury that didn't know much about Shrewsbury, it made sense to me. I it just made sense to me, you know. It... You need to be, eat more biscuits, mate. I think that's what the issue is. You need to eat more biscuits. I, I am learning. I, <laughs> I am. I am learning about Shrewsbury, as the listeners are. Some of the listeners are the same way I learned about a Shrewsbury biscuit. I didn't know. I didn't know it existed. So it kind of made sense to me that uh, me learning about Shrewsbury was the same as me learning about the Shrewsbury biscuit. Did you have any other any other names you were thinking of, or if you changed it now, what would you change it to? Or because uh, the name's always, I think, a point that people always bring up, isn't it? It's one that they always ask, like, why the Shrewsbury biscuit? No, the the name of the show actually solidified the fact that I needed to do it. Like, I wanted to do a podcast. I didn't have a name. Um, 
I didn't even have the confidence to do it, to be honest, because I was kind of like, I'm not qualified. I don't know anything about this. I don't, I don't know where Mardle is. I know now, but I didn't. I don't know what <laughs> what that 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 big um, uh, tower thing is called. Uh, what, what's it called? You know, it's the Lord Hill Column. Yeah. I know that now. You know, uh, so um, I didn't have uh, any sort of uh, knowledge about the place, so I thought I wasn't qualified. But when I heard when when the whole concept of the Shrewsbury biscuit. And, and and kind of learning about the town as I did the biscuit, then I, that's when I was like, yes, it fits in place. I need to do it. And, and I've never so, actually... So said, it's a bit like the name came first. Uh, yeah. The name... the Going name the, the name... chicken or the egg. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I, I, I Google. I went onto Podbean. I went onto Google and I looked for shoes. I typed in Shrewsbury in, 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 in Podbean, which is like a podcast actually. A lot of people listen on Podbean. Hi. Um, uh, nothing came up. And uh, uh, there's a few church sermons uh, and things like that. Uh, going to Google, Shrewsbury podcast, not a lot. So I was kind of like, wow, if I'm going to do this, I need to do it now. And then the, when I came up with a name, I was kind of like, oh, oh, I need to make logos. I need to do this. I need to do that. It, it, that was it. That was the spark. It was it was just really cool. Because I think the other thing that shows is like, obviously you being from an outsider of the town coming into it, is that you've picked quite a controversial name as well because it's got the word Shrewsbury in it or Shrewsbury or something like that. I love that. And I love that so we, we, we <laughs> Shane gives you grief and you give Shane grief, but that's what makes Shrewsbury special. People are so proud about them, where they live. Shrewsbury. Yeah, yeah. Shrewsbury, like, Shrewsbury. It's like, what is, because obviously you know a bit more like the rest of us, like the history of it. What is your, your thoughts on the name? Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury? Or I think there's a third one that people mention sometimes. Shrewsbury. Shoot. Yeah, Shrewsbury. No one's talking to you, Shane. Shrewsbury. There's Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, and Shrewsbury. Well, I've actually learned. I mean, I was back. I was speaking to to, to Maggie Love a few weeks ago. And she showed me. Well, this. Tom said Shrewsbury. Yeah, well, he's American. He doesn't count. Um, yeah, that's quite a fancy <laughs> one. They got no. They got they got a Shrewsbury in America, don't they? So they've got, I don't know they've where got loads. Is. There's one in Vermont, where in his state. And I was like, Yo, dude, can you go to Shrewsbury and put some flyers up for me? He was like, It's like a three-hour drive. I was like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's like across our whole country yeah. um i i think i think whatever you choose to call shrewsbury it doesn't matter it's it's fine mm. be you just be nice you know the name yeah. has gone through it's such a it's a, you know when you look at the, the the border and the way things have changed shrewsbury's a complex town and there's reasons why it's called different things well mm. so there's the China, really n- so. yeah there's really no right or wrong answer on no, that one isn't it i no. think it's all based on yeah, the history of it and a lot to it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's whatever you call it, just be decent to your people, enjoy your town. And we see that, we do see that a lot, you know, with, with uh, the people we speak to. There is a lot of pride. I mean, and like I said, there, I know there are bad things that happen in this town. I know there are people, uh, you know, that might not be great in this town, that there are things that happen in this town, but I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the good things. We get, we hear enough bad stuff in the news and, social media that's that's just make people happy for you know 30 minutes to an hour <laughs> every week yeah 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 that's exactly what we're here for in the day um yeah yeah, it's, so it's, I'm yeah. Just, I'm, I'm sorry i went quite i'm currently just reading through my notes at the moment see if i've missed anything off that i was gonna ask i was just, I was just, I was just about to ask you if there's anything else you wanted to ask me no i think um, i think i've got everything look at look at that terrible handwriting i know they they that's a lot beautiful. listening can't see it oh no i have written nothing down so uh, <laughs> <laughs> very professional there Shane very professional well actually that's, that, that's really interesting that is interesting because 
when I first started doing this show, when I first started doing Thorskin, Biscuit and stuff, I used to write, Shane will tell you, I used to write loads of notes and I used to send it to people and people were like, what is this? This is like an essay of what we're going to talk about. And if it's someone that has done something like really important, if it's an author or if it's a, a historian or some, someone that's done something amazing, I will make notes and I will look at my their, their source material and I will learn about them. But if it's somebody that's um, that I want to learn about, and I don't need those keynotes, and I don't need those those often those uh, titles and this thing. Other, I don't write notes. I'll go in. I, I mean, I used to write like, do the sponsor, do the website. Do this. Uh, uh, oh, biscuit like bullet points of direction yeah, yeah, yeah. you want the interview to I've go been, in, yeah. I've been doing it long enough now not to have to do that, you know. And um, uh, I go in with a blank page because that's what people are doing sometimes when they listen to the show. They go in with a blank page. They want to learn just like I do. Yeah, and I think when you when you sometimes write things down, it comes across a bit robotic. If you're a bit more relaxed, uh, the conversation, let yeah. it flow. It's way more, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um Unless you're Shane and you just forget that you're the host. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, (laughs) just a piece of name host on it. That's staying in, by the way. I'm not editing that out. That's brilliant. (laughs) Brilliant. I love it. I genuinely, I was like, who, who's starting? We didn't actually clarify that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we clarified it before you came on. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Fair enough. That'll be it. Um, I mean, one more point I wanted to sort of bring up. was obviously what what people people obviously enjoy our content uh, as you said before our downloads are, are, are breaking records time after time month after month and it, it's doing really really well um but what people don't see is the stuff behind the scenes and uh, what they don't mm, see definitely. is the the, the the conversations we have on group chat the conference calls that we have um the planning i mean i mean I, i'm 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 personally quite fortunate throughout all of this. I've had to do very little planning apart from basically I'll just tell you when and where I've got to turn up and I just do that. Um, and But most of the legwork and the back work definitely come from Al. And yes, it does. Not yeah. only does he sit there for hours editing, which is hard in itself. Um, he also He's also emailing, he's scheduling, he's rallying around, does a lot, um, trying to work out who's coming where, um, when we go to events, he makes sure that we've all got press tickets and stuff. He is not only the mastermind behind it, but he's also the, he's the labourer and stuff. And it sounds really, mate, it just as I'm saying it now, I feel really guilty now because we do very little. <laughs> <laughs> but that's mainly down to... But he's, also, but he's also got a full-time job as well that he does it alongside and a family and all that. Yeah. I mean, I think one thing that makes... You know, obviously, feel free to correct me out, but like one of the things that does make it a little bit easier for him is the fact that he does work nights, so he does have his days a bit more free as opposed to like myself who's working in the day, you know. So, like, um, but nevertheless, he's still he, he does a night shift, goes home, and come a couple hours of sleep, and he's back out again, and he's doing, mm-hmm. doing the podcast stuff, you know. So, he is absolutely grinding all the time. And again, we wouldn't be sat here doing this if it wasn't oh, for God, Alan. No, no. And the, the irony of it is that he's got to go and edit so his own interview. This is the thing that's, that translates, it struggles to translate over both the biscuit and you, suck, is that I could delegate people to edit, uh, edit. I did once with Tom Bruno. I listened to his edit. I didn't like it, so I re-edited it. And that's the reason why I edit is because uh, it's not, it has nothing to do with Tom Bruno. It's because I'm very particular. I like my things sounding crisp. I, I like things to... I like to play around with audio. It's it's something I really enjoy doing. So uh, to mm. ask you guys to do something uh, that I'm probably going to change anyway would just be r- rude, I believe. 
you know. If you if you heard an, uh, something that you knew you'd edited and it sounded completely different, it, you'd be like, whoa, what did you do that for? Like, you know, and I don't want to do that. I don't put you guys in that position. But yeah, I do work on it hardness, <laughs> but that's because I'm passionate about it. And I do believe, I do believe the biscuit is, 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 is worth, worth more than money. I think, I think when, when, you know, we were asking for places for premises or, you know, sponsorship or things like that, and people say, how much do you make? I say nothing, but we bring people into into the town. We bring we 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 can shepherd people to events, and we can give stories about people and add you know a bit of insight to the town. That's that's worth more than money, you know. And it's yeah. and it's growing yeah. as well. It grows every month, like so. That that's that's what is is important. So that's I think, why I do um, what I do. As a as a sort of um, as a clo- closing point, I suppose. Um, is one thing that is worth a mention um, is all of our, um, but primarily um, Kaz, uh, which is Al's, Al's wife, yeah. and is uh, and all of our <clears throat> my girlfriend and and all our respective partners. Um, but like they, they, although this you know you get an hour of spot of um, of audio a week or whatever, um, and you you listen to that and it and, it, and you know and you enjoy it. What, with all the planning and stuff that I mentioned before, that obviously then takes time away from my loved ones, their families, and stuff like that. Obviously, I, I've had to take a literal step back because the podcast does take that much time um, to to run, to to schedule, to go to the events, to get the audio, to sit down, have these conversations and stuff. And even though well, I, I think, I think, I think it's back. very similar to like when you watch a film, isn't it? You watch a film; it might be an hour, an hour or two long, um, yes. but it's it's months or even years. Uh, that's taken into just organizing yeah. it, getting it all ready. It's very similar to a podcast. It's like, yeah. um, even there's some bits that get cropped out or whatever, but there's still uh, a hell of a lot mm. that goes on behind the scene all the way up to before it's even recorded, the lead up to it. And yeah. like that. So, I mean, my girlfriend, obviously, if we do go to events and stuff, she has to have the baby. She has to like, you know, obviously I work full time. So obviously then that's more time away that I don't spend with her and that kind of stuff. She, she's, she's very accepted for that. And that's even more profound with the, when it comes to um, to Kaz with Al, because Al spends mm. so much time working and he grinds on this um, on this podcast. He spends he puts his heart and soul into this podcast, and um, and that that takes his time away from his family. Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, it, it's something he loves, and I'm sure Kaz you know wants him to do what he loves, and that that's a really beautiful thing. Um, but it's always worth, in my, in how I feel about it anyway. It's always that's always worth a, a nod of acknowledgement of, of you know to yeah, thanks to all our respective uh, people, uh, our, our pod wives uh, and husbands, yeah, pod wives, yeah, uh, fellas. Kaz um, uh, is right now sat, sat in the bedroom twiddling with her phone because she doesn't like. She doesn't. She thinks she's going to be this, and I'm like, you don't have to do that. But she's like, that's fine. I'm chilling in here anyway, and I, I, I yeah. that's that's what she does for me. And like <clears throat> tomorrow, uh, tomorrow I'm like, yo, I'm I'm going into town. I'm going to be speaking to Maggie Love. We're recording some audio. She's like, okay, you know, yeah, that's that that's that's trust. And I did used to, yeah. I did used to like, uh, you know, disappear to the like, coffee shops to edit and and things like that because that's I just like, I like being around people and. Uh, you know, sitting here quietly editing, just, it can be a bit of a draw sometimes. You know, it's it's mm. it's um it's a bit of give and take, and I do feel like I take 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 a lot with this. So I do want to say thank you to Kaz and to every all of our partners and our significant yeah. others, and even our families. Yeah, our families. You know. Um, yes, yeah, absolutely. D, what was your what was your family's reaction when you were like, "Yo, I'm going on a podcast"? Were they like, "Oh no"? 
<laughs> um, to be honest, I think I've mentioned it to half of them. They don't even realize. Um, but like my mum listens to every single one. Does she? She, she, she never misses. Hi, Gigi's mum. Yeah, she's always there. She puts on her Google in her kitchen. Just the ones you're like, on? Halfway or... through this one. Huh? Just the ones you're on or all of it? Um, I, I'm guessing all of them. She definitely listens to the ones I'm on anyway because then she'll bring up points. I'm like, oh, I can't remember that. Um, <laughs> so I've always got to be really careful on what I say. So from now on, um, I need to be like, hey, Mama Didi, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit. <laughs> Sit down, I know, I know my friends pour a glass listen. of wine and relax. Yeah, all, all, all my friends listen. Yeah. My friends listen now, but that's Shane's fault because uh, my best friend Mel, remember that one time we were doing that one live one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she came in on it. Me. You still need to message no, him. No, Mel, with, don't with message this, him. With this dude that you got on DD because uh, that would be really, really useful. Um, I'm sure that we can uh, we'll get you, we can get you on the show actually, Al. Probably. I'm it's sure, all right. Sure she she knows. No, it's fine. She knows I know where she sleeps. I'll get her. <laughs> she said the word to you. <laughs> yeah. We have a voice. <laughs> we have a voice. Don't you dare. We do have a voice, and it gets louder every every week. It really does. Yeah, it does. does. It does. I think, I think that the rest of this year is going to be pretty because I think the direction of where this is going, we're, we're we're coming a lot out of the studio now and going a lot into the big wide world. So yeah, and, this and is, the things that are coming up is going to be very very interesting. It's very much like a watch this space kind of moment, isn't it? At the moment, I believe so. I, I, I think we can be more than a podcast, and I think actually soon we might have to take the the, the word podcast out of, out of the name because I feel like we can we can do so much more. I mean, we can have the shoes mm. and biscuit on the podcast on the side, but we are—we've started making vlogs and stuff now. We've been asked to present a mm. show for a whole day. We can do so much more. Yeah, I don't want to be like the shoes and biscuit media company or anything like that. We'll have to come up with something fun. But no, but that's what I mean. It's, it's more kind of like the voices that are getting used, not so much our podcast anymore, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a lot more camera work that's slowly approaching. If you can call my work rather camera than just the work. audio. I, 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 I watch, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everyone else. Oh, okay. I was going to say I was, I, was, I was listening to that, that vlog, watching that vlog back. I watched it loads because obviously I edited it. But the scenes when I'm spinning around with the camera and, and even I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm feeling a bit like uh, you know sick of. So uh, yeah, I need to work on that. But yeah, we can transform into so much more. And you know what? Before um, before we we sign off from this, and I know I'm not hosting the show today, but I want to say I want to say a very heartfelt thank you to to you guys. Team Biscuit. I mean, it's taken us a while to get to where we are now. Um, you know, Shane excluded because he's been here pretty much from the beginning. But you guys, you guys are like we're like a small family now, and you, you guys mean the the world to me. You put up with me at my worst and my best, and, and like you know, I do. Shane's right. Four o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, "Oh my god, this audio isn't working!" Or "Oh my god, look at this cool picture I made!" <laughs> or "Oh my god, I've had a great idea!" Or "Help, guys!" You know, and you guys are fantastic for steering me in the right way. I mean, sometimes. I I mentioned this actually. I mentioned this a while ago that I don't like yes men. I don't like people that are like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great to everything. Mm. If I do something and it's bad, you guys will tell me, and that's that's great. I love that about you guys. Um, I well, say, I will anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to say thank you to everyone that's ever come on this show. If you have given us a bit of time to to come sit on our show i love speaking to you people i love the content that we can create because of what you the the, the time that you give us uh, i want to say a huge thank you to everyone especially the guys at the beginning those first six shows felt so special to me uh you know uh, just to be welcomed in and uh, yeah i used to i used to have a massive uh uh board uh audio board that i used to carry around with me and that's still in the studio i still got that because we might need it for the stage work but um 
I used to carry that in a big like suitcase up and down the cop. And I'd set up, I'd be like, what, are we doing a podcast? I'd be like, Ugh! I'd lift out this big, massive. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd set up this thing. I, we, I remember the first time we set up in uh, Stop Cafe. They have really small tables in Stop Cafe. And I've got this giant mixer. And I'm like, yeah, we're doing a podcast, yo, fixing up tables and like logging this thing in with a wheelbarrow. It was just crazy. Like, um, but yeah, we've gone, we've gone places. And it's because people came on our show and put faith in us. So thank you. Sorry, that was really long. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, well. On that note, on that note, I think that's a perfect platform to um, to end on. I think. (laughs) Have you got anything to say, Dee? Have you? No, no. Do you want to remind people of our website before we go? Is (laughs) I wrote it down. (laughs) Look, I actually did write it down on a post-it note. Well done. Well done. (laughs) It's. So if you do want to come and find us, you can listen to our audio on the on the website or you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and all of the above. Um, Podbean. Um, I can't remember the others. Is there any others, Al? Loads. Stitcher, Deezer, uh, Podcast Addict, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. We're on Alexa. You can be like, yo, Alexa, play yeah. the shoes. You're yeah, you can just say to your Alexas or Googles. Or even if you go onto Google and type in the Show Your Biscuit podcast, it'd be the first one that comes up. Yeah, but yeah, you can you find us at www.theshrewswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk, and that website has been built and run by Rebel, uh, by our beautiful spot sponsors. Where I can't even speak anymore. It's that time of night. Uh, our beautiful sponsors, Web Orchard. Um, who, yeah, they're brilliant. They're awesome. Have a look at the website because it is it's really really good. I'm really proud of it personally. But thank you, Al, for being our guest today. <laughs> this has been so how, weird. how have you enjoyed it? Was it was it nerve wracking? How, uh, how have you got on? This is my fourth can of cider. I was genuinely really nervous about this. <laughs> I was like, because I don't like, I, like people might be rolling their eyes now, but I'm, I don't, I don't like selling myself. I don't like bigging myself up. I don't like talking about myself. So this has taken a lot of mental, uh, you know. I mean, I know we talk about little bits on the show about about the the, the past. Maybe, maybe we should do a. Um... Uh, like five five episodes like a like a like a series of like um meet the biscuits this is your this life is, is, hold on hold on one. shane's only saying this because he wants to have an hour of talking about himself that's no. the only reason <laughs> i just want to find more out about max i think it'd be interesting oh yeah i think max would be a good one um i think he's got yeah, some no, good uh, stories to tell i just think it'd be quite cool just to do a little little five episode spin-off of yeah, meet the biscuits. I think cool. I think we could do something that isn't necessarily about the biscuit as well, though. I mean, like, you know, what is your favourite teenage turtle? What is your what was your favourite cartoon? <laughs> what what is your favourite song? I don't know. Whatever. Like, we can just do like things to, so you can get to know people. You know. Yeah. Well, two words. I did. I did write down uh, one question that I just thought was entertaining. I put, "Who's your fashion icon?" <laughs> Uh, probably Fred Durst <laughs> with the backwards cap. <laughs> That's not meaning I, to, I by the way. I was going to say that. Um, what's what's it? Oh, what's his bloody name? Oh, what's his name? You have to edit that out. Um, is it, I thought was it Bill, Bill Christ, Christ there? Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, I thought that would be your uh, fashion icon. Yeah, every time I come into a podcast, I rip my t-shirt off and let my ba- belly hit the table. <laughs> I am the machine, yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my fashion icon is, I don't, I genuinely don't follow fashion. I dress how I feel comfortable. This actually, you know what, this backwards back baseball cap is, that's a lot, got a lot of meaning as well. Because years ago, it was, for, it was like people would look at you weird for wearing a baseball cap, but it's me. 
It's me and I don't it care. It is, it is. I don't you've care. Got your, that's what I mean. You've got your trademark style. Like with me, I'm a bit all over the place. Like you see me when I come in the studio sometimes. Sometimes I'm in jeans and a hoodie and other times I'm in a shirt and cycling shorts or he, high heel boots or uh. trainers. I'm very mixed match, I am. But you're kind of like, you've got your go-tos. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My hat. Yeah, I've your got flat my hat. cap. Yeah, yeah. My, my, my flat cap now has genuinely turned into my hair because if I take it off, <laughs> I look weird. <laughs> Oh my not? God, what is that? <laughs> exactly. That's funny, exactly. That's funny. So my hat now is my hair. I can't leave the house without it now because I feel weird. Like, did you, was, it, was it that bowed when you bought it or do you kind of like bend it into that shape? No, it's just sort of developed into that shape. Your hat, as by the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm very lucky to be friends with a very, very great artist called Eric Fluger. Um in America, and ha- Shane's hat's been immortalized in an, an Eric Fluger original. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I has, always wanted yeah, my has. own Eric Fluger original. You know, excuse me, bourbon. Um, <laughs> these things cost hundreds of pounds. If you want, if you want to, but he's because he's friends of mine. He's like, yo, I'll do you, I'll do you something. He drew me, Tom, and Shane dragging the Thorskin hammer. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and he's got his flat cap on. I was like, yeah, and I've got yeah. my flat. You know, it was just. <laughs> Yeah, so um, that, that's another, yeah. you know another thing that like, we got to speak to famous people. You know, they, that's yeah. this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? Then, it's, it's been absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Kaz was like that with you. Oh, <laughs> right then, yeah, yeah. Let, let's sign <laughs> us off. Let's sign us off. Yeah. Um, thanks, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I literally have. We've done that well. I've got twelve percent of battery left, so it's lasted just about enough time. From now on, this um, is you, Shane, on the phone, headphones in. This is you from now on. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Well done. It's beautiful. It's beautiful progression. Okay. We're like, gonna have an argument about iPhones and Androids. I'm not having an iPhone. I'm not doing it. No, me neither. I'm getting an iPad, but not an iPhone. Because the iPad um, connects with the H6 without having to mess with things. So, anyway, yeah, sure Shane, had this conversation before. Shane, were you saying something just a second ago? Sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, disturb you. <laughs> anyway, but thank, thank you, Alex, for coming on our show. Thank you. I, I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a fantastic time. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to go away from this now. And uh... if, you, if you if you want to come back on the show, you're welcome anytime and <laughs> drop us an email. Um... <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder if we're going to get to the point where we're actually going to start blackballing addicts and just get them out of the show and we'll just run ourselves. Oh, don't tempt me. We're just, we're just going to lock them in a room. I think that's a perfect idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cheers, guys. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, if you've got anything to, uh, if you want to, if you want to come on the sh- on the biscuit, or you want to speak to us about um, um, ads, if you want to put an ad on our show, um, get in touch with us. Uh, w, uh, I've, sorry, I've put, I've, <laughs> our email address is uh, shoes. I've had four cans <laughs> of cider. Um, oh, uh, Shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail is our email account. Uh, drop us a line. Um, we have got spots for like three free adverts in our shows. We want them locally sourced. We want to help people uh, with our show. We know how, how expensive advertising is, but we ain't that. You know, we're not going to do that. So get in touch, and uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, then, guys. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I'll sign out, Shane. This has been the Shrews with Biscuit. Uh, we love you guys, and. <laughs> peace peace, peace. out
Peace out. out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shane, you're fired. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>